Welcome to the Quarter Life Podcast. I'm Vic and I'm Shaney. We both just turned 25. We're both Christian and we're a quarter of the way through our lives. Whether you're a teen, in uni, or have just started adulting, just know that you're not alone. This podcast is for you. We are going to be brutally honest with our most embarrassing moments, exposing stories, and life-changing events from our lives so far. And some from today. So grab a cup of tea or a Starbucks latte and come and laugh with us. You're You're gonna gonna love it. Hello. Hi. I'm so excited, I can't lie. Why are you excited? Because this is our first podcast. Hey, 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 hey. Okay, we got to tell the audience. What, what's the inspiration behind the name? Okay, The Quarter Life. The Quarter Life. The Quarter Life. I say it like quarter. Because you're from America. Yes. But, um, here in Britain, we say quarter. 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 Long. <laughs> yeah, the quarter life. You know, um, I was born in 1996. What year were you born Same. in? 90, there you go. Do you classify babies. yourself as a 90s baby? What do you mean? <laughs> I did. But we didn't grow up in the 90s, so it's not no, like... No, I did. I was four. You know, that's uh, four years of growing <laughs> I up. I was zero years old in the midst of the 90s. Right. Um, no, yeah, so 96 means that in 2021, I turned 25. Hey, me too, right at exactly. the end. Exactly. Same, 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 same. So 25, quarter life. I mean, do I really have to go into But have detail? you ever heard of the phrase quarter life crisis? 100%. And I'm here to reject that phrase. <laughs> reject. Yeah, there's no refute, crisis here. Refute <laughs> re- everything. Exactly. No crisis. 25 is about, it's about, do you know, I was talking to someone the other day and I was saying that being 25, um, they were like, oh, you know, I'm getting older. I was like, I'm actually not you afraid. You said that, just kidding. I, I've said that. <laughs> Same, I have as well. I was saying it before I turned 25. But now that I'm 25, I'm like, thank God I'm not 20. Mm. Like, no offense to any 20-year-olds out there. But when I was 20, I was dumb. Bruh. When I hear people saying they're 19, I'm like, ah. Oh. I don't envy you. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> you have four years to get through exactly. before you get to the other side. Exactly, but 25 means, um, you know, you're a woman now. Mm. Like, you yeah. know, you're a woman, you know what you want, you know. But do we? Yeah, exactly. Well, to be discussed. That's the point of the podcast, right? <laughs> to be discussed. Right, right, right. And Indeed. we're 25 now, so, mm-hmm. you know, we kind of... We've kind of lived life. Right. Not a lot, but Not a lot, still. But enough. <laughs> a quarter of the way through quarter life. Quarter of the way through, exactly. So today, today to the lovely people listening, right. listening, listening, we Hello want to listeners. talk about something that has shaped our 25 mm. years of life on this earth. Mm. And that word starts with an F. Oh, gosh. What is it? F-A- F-A-I. No, it's not faith. It's... <laughs> Failure. Failure. That's a good one. That's a good one, yeah. Failure. Yeah. Have you failed before, my friend? By the way, what's your name? My name is Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Victoria. And yours? My name's Shaney. There you go. Pronounce Shaney, okay? If you guys see it on the poster, it's not Shawnee, it's Shaney. Shaney. Get it Shiny right. Shiny Shaney. Shiny Shaney. And Victorious Vic. Vic, 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 Vic. So you've been failing around these parts. All right. Okay. (laughs) It it needs an explanation. When you say it like that, it sounds terrible. Um, But the explanation, I'll be honest, is equally as terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so bring it it back to the start. Because you're 25 now. 25. So you went through uni and everything. Mm. So, so, yeah. So so what happened? All right. So what had happened was, um, obviously, I'm Nigerian. 
Um, I don't know if there are any Nigerian <laughs> listeners, but being Nigerian means that there's a certain level of um, expectation that your parents have of you mm. um, just to be awesome, basically. Academically, socially, everything. You're just supposed to be like the perfect child. And you know what? Like, I'm not mad at my parents or anything, um, but I definitely bought into that culture. Um, and so from a young age, I like threw myself into education and mm. school and stuff. Your parents forced you. It's kind of like an Asian thing too. I'll be honest, you know what? At first, do you know what? Okay, if you want me to- Do you know what? What? Yeah, let, let me, me be let completely me tell, tell honest. Me. Yeah. I have an older brother and so I wasn't forced. I basically did a lot of what I did to get one over on him. <laughs> One over? Yeah, Why? like to be the favorite. So I wanted oh. to do it. It's really bad. I can't believe I've admitted that out loud. But that was why I did what I did. That's why I worked so hard. Was he not like a he wasn't, academic? He wasn't, no, he wasn't academic. He was more into like creative things, mm. um, which is just kind of like but a no-no. your parents valued academics 100%, more. 100%. Okay, Because yeah. they were immigrants, you know. Okay. Um, so yeah. Education was highly valued in my household, so I bought into that. And I worked like a dog. I got incredible GCSEs. I got Ooh. incredible A-levels. And but, okay, for the American, the Americans in the house, they're, okay. they're trying to know what the GCSE, is it kind of like the SATs? No. Okay. Uh, the A-levels would be the equivalent of the SATs. Okay. GCSEs are like, because um, we have different schooling here. It's kind of like, you take them when you're 15. So, when you're 15 years old here, you have to know what you want to do. Kind of, yeah. What? Yeah. Why do they... Yeah, the, the specialization process starts quite early. So you do, you, you figure things out from 15. Um, uh, and so then you basically when, choose a bunch of topics that you want to specialize yeah. in. Okay. And then your A-levels, you specialize even further. And then your degree, like we don't have the liberal arts thing here. You just um, you just choose a subject. You can't like figure it out as you go along. No. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Like, I'm not going to blame anyone for my failure, but I feel like <laughs> had I had a different <laughs> system of schooling, <clears throat> things would have gone a lot different. But anyway... So, um, yeah, I got into LSE, the London School of Economics. London School of Economics. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Alumni status. There you let's go. go. Well, I don't know if I can classify <laughs> as alumni. Anyway, so let's finish the story right, so right, people right. Will, will know. Yeah, so they can understand uh, my ways. So, so I, you got I, to LSE. LSE to study mathematics and economics. It's a great school. It is a great I'm school. I'm saying that because I, I went there All as right. well. We get, you, you went there, right? <laughs> and I graduated. You went there and you graduated. <laughs> no, yeah, so I got into LSE to study maths and econ. Um, and my first year, I basically, I partied my first year, like, consistently. Were you partier before? No. No, I, ah. I was, I'm Nigerian, sorry. <laughs> I was not a partier before. Oh. I lived in my mom's house. So you were partying, is it a hard school? It's a very hard school. For, I know for masters, it was like... Maybe. Yeah, and I was studying maths, like pure maths, okay. which is not a walk in the park. Um, and so I think the pressure got to me. I partied a lot um, and I scraped through my first year. Okay. And bear in mind, before this point, I've never failed in my life. Like, never? Like, honestly, never. Okay. It's kind of weird. Um, and Is then, it just because you were excellent or you just didn't try hard enough? To, I, skate, I skated by. I was okay. kind of lucky enough to, like, be able to walk into exams and walk ah. out. And I think that was really bad for me because it made me become arrogant. Mm. So, what is arrogance? Arrogance Sometimes is... Sometimes you got to explain these terms. What is arrogance? Saying. I don't have to explain <laughs> arrogance. Basically, arrogance is... I was just so full of myself. I thought I was God's gift. Um, ah. Yeah, it's kind of awkward. I mean, yeah. Relatable. Thinking you're better than everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's embarrassing. And being yeah. proud of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um... Uh, I was arrogant. Oh, yeah, yeah, second year. So first year, I skated by second year. Then uh, first year, I skated by my first year. And then second year, um, 
we have like these January exams and LSE is mm. brutal, right? Because it is like a top tier school. They kind of like put you through the ringer. So obviously January, January 1st is the first day of the year. Then mm-hmm. 2nd of January, you're recovering from, you know, yeah, January 1st. festivities. And guess what day I had exams? The 3rd. The 3rd of January. No way. Yeah, Did they, you study before? N- no. <laughs> did, no, no I, I to be honest with you I did try and study but you know I didn't have a good foundation from my first year mm. so any studying I did was kind of like yeah it just went over my head and so the exams I sat in January were about 50% of my grade um wow yeah and so I sat them and I was I just didn't feel confident but I was like okay maybe I've at least scraped a 40 in the UK and universities a 40 is what you need to pass a 40 yeah 40% but then again it's like it's like 50% of your exam so then it, you take 40%. So I, I see the balance there. Yeah, it's like, but 40%, so 40% would lead, that would lead to 20% of my grade. So that would mean by the end of the year, if I got um, 40% in both of my exams, I would still only get, oh. yeah, like, yeah, it was, it's just, yeah. Yeah, it's different here. Very different. Um, so I sat the exams and I got the results in February. And? And when I looked at my results, um, you know, you know when you have to blink and just check there's nothing cloud no in your way. eyes. Um, it to, must have been a surreal moment. It was, it was, honestly, I, I don't remember it specifically. Like, it's something <laughs> that was so out. painful, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> I've, uh, I've uh, removed the memory uh, from my mind, but um, I basically failed. You failed? So what does it mean? You fa- Like, you failed out of LSC? No, not yet. There's more failure to come. No, yeah. So basically, um, I got like eight percent. All right, I got eight percent. Yeah, I got eight percent. I got twelve percent. I just basically I bombed. Okay. Um, I didn't know what to do with myself. Um, so you failed out of your second year of university. No, I hadn't failed out yet. I still had a chance. Failed the second year. I I failed my first semester. Okay. So I had my second semester go. I was like, okay, I'm gonna make the second semester work. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I failed the second semester. So that means I failed the second year. I see. Then I didn't tell anyone for a very long time because I was ashamed and embarrassed. So and what did you do instead? I lied. Oh. Yeah, I lied. Wait, so you didn't go back to school? Not just yet. So basically, I I eventually told my mom and she flipped out. She's Nigerian. Uh, <laughs> and then um, I... I had to retake my second year, but because I'd waited so long to tell anyone and to take any action, I had to reset my second year as an unregistered student, which is this weird thing LSE do where they basically make you take the year again, but you're not allowed to go to classes. You're not allowed to go to lectures. Mm. You basically have to just turn up at the end of the year for your exams. So you kind of have to self-study the whole year. 100%. And so... um, I found that I found it difficult to study when I had lectures and classes. Yeah, you're not in class. (laughs) What did you do during that time? I got a job. I I worked in a hospital. Were you pretending to be a student? No, 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 no. Okay. Not yet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay, okay. Keep keep talking, keep talking. Yeah, so I got a job. Then I resat my second year um, as an unregistered student. And obviously I failed. And just to say, like, I remember speaking to my academic advisor when I told him that this was my situation. And he was like, yeah, you're going to fail. He told me. I was wow. going to fail in the beginning of Where's the academic the belief? Year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> there was no belief. Uh, right, for a good reason. I failed. And then um, that was like really bad, really dark times. My education was basically everything to me. And at that point I mm. had zero education. And I remember one of my friends sat down. She was like, you just need to go to university. Any university. Pick a university. And so mm. I went on to UCAS through clearing and started applying for all these random universities. Um, and I applied so to- wait, after you failed 
LSE. L- so you failed. You you retook the exam. Then they wouldn't let you come back. They wouldn't let me come back. Ah, I'm taking all my, my uh, chances. Yeah, it's, it's quite harsh. Um, so I started applying to all these other universities. And they would turn around and be like, we can't accept you. Your grades are too good. And I'm like, stop. I remember I called the university. I will not name the university. But I called the university. And they said, um, I was like, she was like, oh, what are your A-levels? I was like, oh, A-star, A, blah, 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 blah. All my A-levels. She was like, I'm not going to put your application through. I'm so sorry. No way. I'm like, I wish I was joking. It didn't help with my uh, pride. But um, and obviously I was <laughs> you were like, yeah. I, honestly, I was like, yeah. I shouldn't oh. be applying to you. Yeah. Um, she was like, yeah, you need to apply to LSE. I was like, don't Stop. talk to me. Stop. <laughs> trigger point you know right saying? there. <laughs> she was like, yeah, go apply to LSE. I was like, do you know what? Just put my application through. She was like, I'm sorry, I can't. I can't in good conscience Stop. allow you to come to this university. It was a terrible university, I'll be honest with you. Oh, yeah, like, well, like, bottom, bottom. <laughs> anyway, uh, I eventually got into another university, London South Bank, um, to finish the last two years of my degree. And uh, how old are you at this point? At this point, I'm 20, 20, goodness, it was in 2018, so I'm t- how old were we? 20, we were 20, I think we were 20 or 21, 22, something like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I start doing well at South Bank. Wow. It's a, it's a much easier course. Okay. Um, and I start getting 80s and 90s, which is like wow. really good. For, yeah. And then fear crept in. Wait a second. Yeah, man. But you were doing well. I honestly, I think I hadn't gotten over the failure from LSE and I was scared that I was doing well. I was like, okay, this isn't supposed to happen. I'm not supposed to do mm. well anymore. Um, I'm a failure at this point. Why am I getting good grades? And I basically self-sabotaged after that. Okay, what do you? What did you like do? I stopped going to school. Um, for fear of success? 100%. It sounds crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, for fear of success, I stopped going to school. I stopped submitting my assignments, even though like oh. I was getting really good grades on my assignments. Mm. And I, I think it, I didn't even attend my exams. Like, I didn't even go. Yeah. I know. Stupid. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. So then what happened? Then um, I failed, obviously. And then I didn't tell anyone. This is the one where like it was really bad. Okay. I didn't tell anyone for a year. I basically told all of my friends, all of my family that I'd passed that year. Um, I think I was having some sort of mental break. I don't know what I don't know what to, I don't know what led me mm. to tell. It was lockdown, wasn't it? Um, no, at this point I'd already failed. Uh. So locked basically because I'd failed. I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I can't leave another university. And I basically tried to take two years simultaneously <laughs> the university. And obviously, I <laughs> yeah, I failed. Uh, so I failed again. Um, and then at this point, I was like, oh, okay, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? So you didn't tell anyone. I didn't tell anyone. Out of embarrassment, embarrassment, fear, shame, shame, you name it. All the negative emotions were there. Um, and then I got a job. A, I, okay. I hated. Um, Where were you working? I was working in a hospital, an eye hospital in London. Was that the place you were working at before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But it was a different job. It was a better job than the one I was doing before, which was good. So at this point, people still think that you're in uni or that you'd passed. No. Mm, yeah, I can't remember. I'll be okay. honest with you. So you got a job? Lucky. I got a job. Um and then I think people were expecting me. 
Yeah, I can't remember the specific time, I'll be honest with you. It's very murky in my mind, but <laughs> you blacked out. <laughs> Honestly, <Okay>. bad memories. <laughs> um, but I failed. Um, I was working the job, but people didn't know. And then I think it was December 2020, mm. uh, towards the end of the year, like just after Christmas, I was at my mom's house and I just told her, I told her everything. So basically you had failed out of? Another university. I see. Because when you tried to take two courses at the same time. I failed, obviously. <laughs> yeah, university is not designed to so be taken in that way. So you didn't get a degree? No. At all? No. That's crazy. I agree. <laughs> so, so okay, I want to go back to what you, you, you said. You were getting 80s and 90s. Yeah, and you were afraid of success. What? Why were you, what were you afraid of? Do you know what? Like, I can't, there's nothing I can say to make it sound sane or normal, mm. or like rational. But I think I, because I had never failed, never experienced mm. failure in my life. Like I'd always done exceedingly well. I'd mm. always been the best. I'd always been top of the class. I'd always been the one to beat. I think failing out of LSE, like it, it, it broke me. It broke, it broke who I was. It broke my mm. identity. Um, it broke. Your identity was in. Yeah. Yeah, I guess in your education, in my, education, yeah, and being smart, and being, and being okay. successful, and being the best, like being the best. Yeah, my parents had always pumped into me that I could do whatever I wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, here I was, not being able to do what I wanted, and it was my fault. You know, mm-hmm. it was a hundred percent my fault. I messed around, I ruined it. Um, I didn't take responsibility. I was immature. You name it, like it was all on me. But it was, it was crazy how, just how it happened. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so I I think I was so, kind of in denial. I'm thinking with the second university, yeah. did you almost, it, it's almost, it sounds like you almost like chose to take yourself out. Yeah. And no, there's no other way to explain it. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like you chose to take yourself out before the uni could get you. <laughs> you know, yeah. But the thing is, it wasn't going to happen. Like if I had carried on. I would have gotten a first class because it was so much easier than LSE. Okay. So much easier than LSE. So I would have done really well. But I got scared. It's my my mind. Your mind. It was in my mind. It was all this thinking and stuff. And like, I would call my mom and she'd be like, how's uni? The second uni, how's South Bank? Like, oh, it's going well. She'd be like, you can do it. Just finish Victoria. So encouraging. Like, as much as she's Nigerian, she's super supportive. Mm -hmm. Um, But it just, nothing would get through to me. Like, my friends were being so supportive. Nothing got free to me. So what was it like when you finally told her, like, mom, I I failed? It was honestly liberating. (laughs) Can I I be honest with you? Yeah. I don't think I've ever been sad since. I mean, I've been sad. I've I've been down, but like it it really, it changed my life. Like, yeah. Just telling the truth. Telling the truth. (laughs) Telling the truth. (laughs) And I guess admitting that you weren't. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What was that feeling like? Honestly, my mom was mad. She was livid. She was angry. But now we have the best. Like before our relationship was very strained because I was lying to her. Mm. My relationships with everyone were strained mm. because I was lying to them all. Um, but I, I told my mom and she was so disappointed. She was like angry with me. Yeah, all this stuff. Um, but it, 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 it just, everything changed because mm. once I like let go of the failure, once I let go of the bad things that happened, good things could start to happen. I could change. Like, I needed to change my mind. I was like, I had stinking thinking. You know, stinking Stinking thinking. thinking. (laughs) I had stinking thinking. Um, So what helped you get out of the stinking... Anything spiritual or was it like sheer willpower? No, definitely. Because obviously, 
all this time while I'm lying and doing all these bad things, I'm a Christian. Um, Whoa. <laughs> so that. Well, so you're saying Christians can't lie? Christians shouldn't <laughs> lie. All right. Don't lie. <laughs> Christians should not lie. Can Christians fail out of uni four times? Yes. All right. Christians can. Do you know what? Because <laughs> I feel like there's this stigma. Uh, Christians have to be perfect. You know, perfect. Holy. 100%. They can't do anything wrong. 100%. You can do. You can. Do you know what? Like, listen, I did. What I did was bad. It was um, inexcusable. <laughs> it was terrible. Mm. But it doesn't change the fact that, you know what? I eventually did the right thing. I eventually got open. Mm-hmm. I eventually told my mom. I told my friends. I told everyone. Um, and then what happened is I could actually have a relationship with God again. Mm-hmm. Because for such a long time, you know, on top of the failure and the fear of success and all these things, I felt guilt because ah. I was lying. And I knew that as a Christian, I shouldn't lie. So then I think actually fixing my relationship with God and being honest with God helped everything then. Like, Because I'll be honest with you, it got to a point where I'd be praying. I'd be like, God, thank you so much that I'm about to graduate. Even though, oh, even though I knew I wasn't in university. Um, you know, Really? So yeah. you would straight up lie to him? I would lie to myself. It was I like you were deluded. I was deluded. Um, but then when I got open, um, when I when everyone knew the truth, it was a lot easier. Um, and did you get open as well about your feelings of embarrassment and shame? Yeah, okay, yeah. I feel like that's a big pe- part. People ask me why I lied. <laughs> you know why did you why lie? Why did you lie? Because I was embarrassed. I was afraid. Because mm. um, of the whole identity thing. Um, but honestly, it's the best thing. The fact that I didn't regret anything that happened. Mm-hmm. I wish I hadn't lied. Mm. But I'm not mad at my life and, mm. and what's happened in the past couple of years because... Um, if it wasn't for all of that, I wouldn't be where I am today. And it's not like, you know, I'm Warren Buffett or Richard Branson or who, who else well, is like who a, are these a smart, rich person. <laughs> you know, like, it's not like, you know, my life is like a, you know, but I just you ain't think, Steve Jobs over here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not. Victoria Panachilli. I'm, I'm just Victoria Panachilli. Yeah. But things are different. My mindset is different. Um, everything has changed, I think. Um, different things are important to me now. Mm-hmm. I... As a 20 or 20 year old or 21, however old I was, like being top of the class was it. That was it. I would die if I was at the top of the class. I will die. I would die. But um, now I'm understanding that there are other things that are important. Mm. Um, and I suppose. Being honest with yourself. Yeah. And yeah. other people. Like, who cares? Failure is not final, it sounds. Failure is not final. It reminds me of this uh, scripture in Proverbs. I oh. love it because, I mean, I've been around the block with failure as well. You know uh, me. He hasn't. You know me. <laughs> but it says basically like, you know, there's this like popular saying. It's like a Tumblr saying. It's like the righteous, uh, it's like fall down seven times, stand up eight. It's from the Bible. It's, but that's from the Tumblr. Bible. It's a proverb. It's, it, it, it's like stealing from the, the Bible. Exactly. <laughs> Though the righteous fall seven times, they rise again. Yeah. I love it. So it's kind of like failure is promised yeah. to people. To the Christians, to the actually. Christians, 100%. Failure is promised, but so is um, getting back up. Yeah, you know? it is promised. Yeah, and I, I don't think I would have learned that lesson if I'd never failed. Mm-hmm. And then what it means is that going forward, I don't have to be afraid of failing. Mm-hmm. You know, I can do what I want. And, and if I fail, I fail. So it's just another learning experience exactly. on this quarter life journey that quarter we're on. Quarter life journey. So thank you so much for sharing. I've loved hearing this story. Cool I've heard it like 50. I mean, I was there. You were there. <laughs> oh gosh, you were there. I was there. I had no idea what was going on. No one did. I was um, lying. So yeah. what's the more? Well, like what, what, what do we want to leave the listeners with? The, the takeaways, I believe. 
the first huge takeaway should be don't lie. Don't lie <laughs> don't about lie. your failures and about feeling embarrassed. About anything. About your failures. Who cares what people think? Mm-hmm. Failure is promised. Um, and failure doesn't just have to, failure doesn't have to be final. Failure shouldn't be final. Failure, failure isn't supposed to be final. Mm. You know, um, it's, it's just learn what you need to learn and, and turn around. Get yeah. up and turn around. Do what and you then do. have a funny story to tell. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day. Don't take yourself too seriously. <laughs> if there are any young Victorias out there who feel like uni is the be-all and end-all, please stop taking yourself so seriously. It's really mm. not that deep. No one cares. Okay, people care. But yeah, yeah. Now we're but, 25. We're like, that was funny. Yeah, honestly. Well, still a bit so painful, yeah, but. if you are a young Victoria or Shaney out there, please... Don't be afraid to get in contact with us. 100%. I'd love to tell you more about yeah, my Yeah, you can reach us on Instagram. My Instagram is at Shaney S. Cave. That's S-H-A-N-I S-C-A-V-E. Boom. And my Instagram is at Vic, V-I-C underscore reads. Because she a reader. I'm a reader. She a reader. I'm a reader. All right. And finally, 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 if you want to come out to church on Sunday, Please visit our website. It's www.londonchurch.org.uk. That's www.londonchurch.org.uk. And we hope to see you there. Bye. 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 Ciao. Ciao.